Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. That's a high-sounding premise, isn't it? But it's something that I realized I was dealing with on all my interviews, primarily. It's a theme that resounds every single day to me. And that's why I decided to make it kind of the mantra of this podcast. We're going through a lot as a species right now. AI is definitely in our lives. People are struggling with their own gender identities and even human rights. Those issues could define our future. And that's why I like to cover that on Sci-Fi Talk. I might lose some listeners along the way. That maybe makes my show a little too heavy or about something rather than just a light entertainment podcast. But there are a lot of those light happy time entertainment podcast out there where people just state their opinion. I state my opinion too, but I also talk about things that matter to me and I think should matter to all of us. And on this particular episode, Sci-Fi Talk episode 17. As I said, I'm Tony Tolado. I'm going to look back at the podcast episodes I released this week and also I share what I got out of them as well. The first episode is Follow the Shadows. We learn of a young woman that was transferred to a world of dragons. What struck me was that she goes from being self-centered, but taking on a broader view. Here's more with author Rosemary Drisdell. So in the beginning, she's very kind of focused on herself. She's focused on how can I get home? Uh, But as time unfolds and she gets to know the dragons better, she finds that that the dragons have a serious issue that she might and probably can help with. And so her focus changes from just uh, being totally focused on trying to get home to helping the dragons before she goes home. And uh, and that's the story. Interesting. Is there a, a force that's preventing her from doing her job, so to speak? Well, yes, there, there is, of course, uh, a particularly nasty dragon who um, is intent on killing her. Um, there's also the fact that she's, she's limited in, uh, how to say this, she, the, the crystal ball that took her there goes missing. Oh. And, so, and so she doesn't have it. So that limits not only what she can do, but limits her ability to go home she needs that to go home mm. yeah so yeah there are there are a number of um obstacles that she has to deal with mm-hmm. wild animals and nasty dragons and that sort of thing there is more sci-fi talk so stay tuned trek tuesday episode had celia rose gooding and melissa navaya from star trek strange new worlds Coming up, there's going to be a key scene with Melissa's character, Lieutenant Ortega's, on the next episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And she told me about that, and the ladies also reflected on what Star Trek means. Melissa, first, and then Celia, you both have had emotional scenes this year uh, in season two. So talk about playing those. We don't see those from your characters often, so... Man, they were fantastic scenes too. Talk about playing those. One of the uh, 
the things that were that became so established for Ortega in season one is that she's very confident and she's uh, wonderfully cocky because she is very good at what she does and she knows it. And so that's a that's a an aspect of her that people really gravitate toward. But I think often when we see it, we gravitate toward it because we don't necessarily see it in ourselves. Um, and I can speak for myself personally as an actor. And so in season two, when we get this moment and and a few moments where we see her not feeling her best and not feeling capable and um especially in in one episode where she really has to remember what it is that she does so well and that only she can do and um i remember speaking to our writers and speaking to um to davy uh, in particular and he said that you know part of what kind of inspired that was also what what he knew was going on um in my life and melissa's life and it was so interesting because as i was shooting it it was um incredibly emotional and um a bit terrifying um and so you're pulling from what you know from your own life and you're also then pulling from from your character's life and uh and it was it was absolutely wild and it was you know the our crew and our cast are so supportive and wonderful and i was really able to to take ortegas to a place that i haven't before and in doing so i was also taking myself um to a place that that asked a lot of me on set emotionally and also having to 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 um to pull that back um but what you see is 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 what i really hope fans take out of it is that they see themselves in ortegas in that moment and how many of us you know feel like when we least feel like we can do something it turns out that we are the best person in that moment to do it but it, but it's easier said than done right and so you you kind of see ortegas going through the motions of how do i get from i can't do this to i am the only one who can do this and that was a lot was asked of of all of us um to put that together and a lot was asked of me and um i feel really good about what we what we created and i am so thankful to the writers for giving uh, me and ortegas an opportunity to bring that to the screen beautiful thing about trek is that uh it's found a way to tell very specific stories but have sort of a uh, a theme that can reach globally and 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 everyone can can take something away from an episode of trek at any given moment uh but i would say the the current theme of hope is something that everyone can look forward to and i think that's why sci-fi is so interesting but i also think that's why trek specifically is so interesting because uh, uh often when we hear stories about the future we hear apocalypse and doomsday and and just nothing to really look forward to or or, or to uh, uh have a reason to believe in humanity and i think trek flips it on its head and says not only is humanity uh, uh, essential to where we are now? It is essential to how we get to a brighter and better, more equitable future. And uh, I think Trek's, uh, our Trek Strange New World, it, it does exactly that. It, it shares that no one person, no matter how incredible you are at your job, you still need your community and your community will be behind you to support you when you don't feel as though you can do what you were tasked with doing and will eventually get done but um yeah star trek has an incredible way of telling specific stories but also letting it lend itself to a greater overarching theme of hope and faith and community will be the things that get us to where we want to go yeah, star trek speaks to what is possible you know we have 
endless dystopian realities that we are constantly watching and uh, I'm always in awe because I'm like you know when I go home and I want to watch something I don't always want to watch everything falling apart um, and so mm-hmm. people who are just like you know well it's it's is it too utopian I'm like it isn't though I'm like what we're speaking to is a is a is a humanity that is possible if we work together and in order to to make actual space travel possible as we're seeing to get back to the moon to get to Mars we need to work together and so we're seeing it happen in real time and so when people look to Star Trek and they see the hopefulness um, that in no way is a fiction that is absolutely possible and Star Trek continues to speak to that and I think Strange New Worlds is continuing that legacy um, with our stories and with our adventures and with our um, you know defiance of everything is going to fall apart it doesn't have to fall apart maybe some of us maybe even many of us me included have leaned on Star Trek for hope for a better future in my darkest days. It's always been a source of hope for me, and Strange New Worlds understands that message and their responsibility to bring that message to us all. Recently, there was an interesting time travel episode that just ran. Leon had a difficult decision, and that's where I think Star Trek does it best. If you had to kill a tyrant like Khan or Hitler as children, would you? It would save millions of people, but what would be the cost of that? In her case, she might not exist. And it's interesting what James Kirk says in the episode earlier, that it's worth it for him not to exist, as long as he saves humanity. At the end, Leon cries, and frankly, I did a little bit too, as she has to keep this secret only to herself for the rest of her life. Great seasons. What I love about Outlander, it's about a group of people that are from the future, living in the past, with knowledge of what's to come. That struggle to me is a central theme of the series. I spoke to Mark Lewis Jones, who plays Tom Christie, who tells me about his character's journey with Jamie's. You know, we don't see the best of Tom. (laughs) We don't see the best side of his character whenever Jamie's about. I think Jamie brings out the worst in Tom, <laughs> and uh, and it shows itself quite clearly in Artsmere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when he sees Jamie take the blame for something else, for somebody else, you know, the piece of tartan and get whipped for it, that, that's beyond Tom's comprehension at that point. Yeah. And yet where we end up is Tom doing the same thing for Claire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Beautifully, beautifully that arc, the way that t- turned out. And then, of course, he shows up in North Carolina <laughs> and uh, a whole nother chapter. And uh, and yet Jamie is willing to uh, to let him into the fold. I thought that was wow, that was just really unique. And uh, and then did, did did Tom kind of uh, did he know what to expect exactly, you think? I don't think he knew that uh, Jamie had been so successful, you know. They, yeah. their, their journeys post Ardsmere, pre-Fraser's Ridge, had been very different. Uh, I think, you know, Tom's had been a very difficult one, you know, got married again and that ended up in another, another tragedy. And, yeah. And then bringing his two children and all the complex relationships and feelings around that. But, you know, trying to do the honorable thing and bring them to 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 
North Carolina and start a new life with his two children and try and keep them in some sort of order. And then see that Jamie has this incredibly beautiful wife that's this she's, you know, from another planet. And he has all this wonderful life and land and beautiful home and and again it's it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult for Tom, you know, he's it's awful jealousy and feelings of inferiority and there's no church. No. <laughs> First thing Tom says is we're gonna build a church. He does, you know. You know, North Carolina to Tom is is meant to be a new, you know, a new leaf in his life, and uh, it, all the old ghosts are there to haunt him. Sci-fi talk returns in a moment. Fascinating, well-rounded character. He tries to find his place through dealing with his own personal demons, which really haunt him. He is, in so many ways a very tragic character. Outlander Season 7 airs on stars. Check it out. Friday marked the return of Time Capsule with Episode 394. Now it's going to be featuring current and archive interviews. And from those archives is Kanai Guerra when she first joined The Walking Dead as Michonne on her use of her swords, those katanas, I love them, and also finding the character of Michonne. <laughs> Tis, it's all yeah, your fault, all, all of it. Um, colonized or ex-colonized, you know, yeah. our beautiful relationship here. It actually works for Michelle and the governor. It just works. Um, but uh, yeah, so it basically, uh, I had only done the broadsword in grad school, and so it was a whole new thing. I mean, they're, they're completely different pieces of, of weaponry. And, uh, you know, it was very intense. It was very, you know, it was very cool. In the beginning, it was just painful and hard and intense. And then once the, the comfortability starts to develop and the muscles start to stop screaming, um, you know, there actually becomes a really interesting bond that you develop with it. And then so then you really start to say, oh, this is why, you know, and then understanding how it's such a perfect weapon for Michonne in the world that she's in, you know, this this weapon in this world, and then feeling that bond myself with the with the weapon. It's um it's pretty great. It's been pretty cool. Yeah. And mentally, how is it stepping into her mind? And her she requires a lot, you know what I mean? I mean, firstly, she's like 100% always extremely focused, and she's, you know, she also has no problem with her, you know, rage expression. So, you know, it's good. It's interesting, you know. I'm, it's, it's very interesting stepping into someone that unapologetic. Um, and I'm un I'm pretty unapologetic. But, you know, I care about, you know, making sure I'm a pretty you know, polite chick, you know what I mean? She's not really concerned with that, you know. And why should she be? Um, so it was very interesting stepping into someone that she's very intense and like you know her intensity is a mystery where is it coming from why but like so you know it's like living in that and not really explaining to anybody why it was uh, it's very interesting it's like sometimes I'm, I was right there with her and sometimes I had to to get to her you know so it was that journey yeah interesting how she has to get there to find this character sometimes she's there as Michonne sometimes she has to get there that's all part of the acting process, I'm sure. That really brings home a main theme of The Walking Dead. As these people survive, they lose a little bit of their humanity. At that point early on, it was a struggle for her. Well, and that was this week on Sci-Fi Talk. I'm Tony Tolado. A lot of interesting themes were thrown our way this week to kind of reflect on and maybe talk about with your friends or family. 
That's what sci-fi does. It, the best sci-fi, I think, is questioning our humanity and also maybe at times showing us a roadmap of that humanity. Additionally, though, it can be a cautionary tale. Planet of the Apes, when I first saw that in the movies, hit home as a cautionary tale that if we're not careful, we could blow ourselves up. And maybe somehow another species takes our place instead with their own troubles and maybe even some of our own mistakes too. Great film as well. But I'm with the ladies of Star Trek. I'm also thinking of a very positive future. I think we're going through some tough times now, but I think also that there's hope. And I still have that hope that we come together, like on the Starship Enterprise. Diversity is our strength, here and in our future. This is Tony Tolado. Thanks for listening.